Greetings, fellow wonders in the fourth dimension, and welcome to the greatest show in the galaxy. My name is Emma Foster, and joining me for another in- unscheduled <laughs> interruption to our schedule, we're talking about old Doctor Who shit. I got to talk about some new Doctor Who shit. It's Mr. Michael Mould. Hello, sir. Hello. Hello. Is he? It's the exciting, exciting news, which uh, was which came out yesterday that we have a brand new companion. Hooray! And it's a young lady by the name of Pearl Mackey. Mm-hmm. And in, um, in a complete swerve from where everyone, all the yeah. all the know-it-alls of the internet were saying, it was someone completely different. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I remember seeing on Twitter. I actually, did uh, say to Shane, Shane Thomas uh, of the greatest event of sport in history, another fine podcast on the Synthesized Entertainment Network. Mm-hmm. Um, he said that she, her name had come up like very, very recently in the with the bookies. Yeah. So um, yeah, you did good there. <laughs> Yeah, I say we should explain. I mean, the um, the the odds on favourite for mm-hmm. a long time was a, a lady by the name of uh, I think is it Raki Thakar? Am I pronouncing her surname I, right? I think so. Yeah, I think that's yeah. Old Thakar, I suppose. Thakar. Okay, uh, right. So I mean, because um, I've she's uh, in the one of the big soap operas over here called EastEnders, mm-hmm. and um, I haven't watched EastEnders for oh about fifteen years. No. So I'm quite out of the loop as to what's happening, and I just I hadn't really seen any of her work. Mm-hmm. Um, but people were raving about her and saying she was great, and um, also the young lady is a hijab wearing Muslim. Yeah. So um, obviously people were super excited about that, and uh, having obviously some some new diverse people in the TARDIS is always great. Yep. But uh, we did. I mean, it wasn't again. <laughs> um, it was a little bit on that same track as it was a, a person of colour, mm-hmm. um, you know, again, which is great, uh, but it wasn't the person that we thought it was going to be. No. Um, and I think mostly down to that was dear old BBC tried ever so hard for this not to get out before, one minute before they wanted it to do. Mm. Oh, but good old Radio Times buggered it up from again. Oh, did they? I never oh, saw yes, that. Oh, yes, they did. Yes, uh. I was going to say, I mean, they put out an interview about, or like an article, I'm sure you can find it if you look for it, um, mm. Um, saying, you know, here's the who could be the next companion, right? right? And they had a big chunk of this on Pearl. Oh. And I was going to say, it, you don't have to be working at Bletchley Park to work out who they were talking about <laughs> was going to be the next companion. <laughs> don't need to crack this enigma code. No. Oh, dear. I mean, bless them. They... they... They do like the scoops. I mean, just remember what we said, you know, a couple of episodes ago about the cliffhanger for Daleks in Manhattan. Mm. Um, but, um, oh dear. <laughs> oh, goodness me. So try as they might, because, I mean, um, this was quite a... Oh, I say, Doctor Who fans, oh, I've, got, I've got a horrible feeling. I'm going to swear so much. I mean, I know that I swear mm. a lot anyway. Yeah. But... I've got a feeling I'm April's in this episode because a lot of what happened after, so before the announcement, after the announcement, just made me furious. Hmm. Just the internet, just in full blaring anus mode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it was so annoying. Well, from from minute from minute one of this, when they announced how they were gonna they were gonna reveal the companion, mm-hmm. which I don't know if you want to tell the people. Well, it was um, announced... Well, they said they were going to do it live. Now, what I thought that was going to mean they were going to do, like, another, like, live presentation like they did with Peter Capaldi. Mm. And um, I thought, mm, okay. Because, yeah, the the live announcement with Peter Capaldi was fine. 
But, you know, the other live thing that that springs to mind recently was the after party for Day of the Doctor, which, um... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, about that. But what they did instead was there was a two-minute, um, sort of like... I don't know if you could really call it like a... It wasn't like a teaser. It wasn't like a mini episode either. It was just like a a trailer. Uh, yeah, I suppose it's kind of like a trailer, um, but it was during sort of like uh, halftime and match of the day. So there's a lot of people already going, okay, so when are these people going to stop talking about football and show the fucking companion already? <laughs> oh, this is what made me irritated to begin with, right? Because mm. all the Doctor Who fans went, why are they announcing it on... Well, not all the Doctor Who fans, but some, the vocal minority, once again. Mm. Why are they announcing it on match of the day? Nobody cares about football, the Doctor Who fan, blah, blah, blah. Hold the fuck up a second, you lot. Right. <laughs> the Venn diagram coverage between sports fans and Who fans is not as thin as they would imagine. No. I mean, there were, I admit, you know, there were people, especially watching it for the announcement, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But there are also people who enjoy football who also went, good, I like both of these things. And why wouldn't they put it in probably the biggest show of the day? Mm-hmm. Why not make a thing of it and say, you know, we've got, the, <laughs> got this time in the middle of the match. Yeah put it on there and get some hype going and get maybe get people even who maybe aren't watching regularly go oh there's somebody new perhaps i'll come and check it out mm. but some people treated this as such an affront to them it sort of reminded me of um when the 11th doctor plays football with craig mm-hmm. and there was people so upset by that <laughs> really upset like <laughs> How dare he play football? That's not what the doctor does. Because no, that's not not that. What the problem is is you don't play football. You're one of these people who hate sport. Who's always like um, when there's a major sporting event, who's on Twitter going, "Oh, okay, I enjoy sports ball." It's like it's oh, let people enjoy things. Mm-hmm. I get that you don't like. This is one of my pet hates. I've done it before. I'll put my hands up and say I regret when I've done it because let people enjoy things. Yeah. If you don't care about it, fine. But, you know, you don't have to put every thought in your head on the internet, for yeah. one. But, you know, I just, I hate it when people explicitly go on their Facebook or on Twitter or any of these things and just shit on things that people really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Lots of people love sport. Lots of people yeah. love Doctor Who. Lots of people like both of these things. Yeah, These it people is, exist. Yeah, it is okay to like more than one thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's okay to like more than one thing. And I'm sorry that you lot, you basement nerds, were traumatized by not being pit for being picked last in PE and getting the shit kicked out of you during rugby. I'm sorry, okay. <laughs> but the doctor is not beholden to your your nerd pain. Mm-hmm. He can do what you likes, and that doctor likes sport. Yeah. And football. And yeah. sorry. You know, but it's like, it was just that was the work first thing that irritated the shit out of me on this. Mm-hmm. So annoying. But anyway, this being said, um, I wasn't home when the announcement was being made. I was on the M11 somewhere trying to get a 4G signal to to stream it so we could watch it, which was not entirely successful. But, um, yeah, I mean, I thought it was like you. I was sort of a bit like, oh, are they going to do like a a big reveal? Which, which to me, uh, to a point, I thought, well, okay, yeah, put it in match of the day. But... Doing a live reveal like Capaldi, what they did with Capaldi, I thought, well, maybe that doesn't make sense. Because mm. I was thinking, like, what's the equivalent for America's? Like, in the middle of Red Zone, Joe Namath comes along and says, and introducing the new Doctor Who companion. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. Know, it's, it's, just, it's, it's weird. It seems 
really, really strange. But I mean, the fact that they just sort of cut away to this, like you say, like a trailer, mm-hmm. I thought was actually quite a nice idea. Mm-hmm. So what did you make of the trailer itself? Um, it, well, it wasn't um, bad. I mean, it's, it's really just like banter between the Doctor and uh, Bill, the uh, character that uh, Bill Mackey would be playing. Um and sort of some random uh, stock footage from Into the Dark and Into Splice as well. Um, I quite like. I, I quite like. I mean, it's, I think it's a bit too early to judge Bill as a character and Paul Mackey as an actress at the yeah, moment. Yeah, this is, we're we're going to come on to the other thing yeah. that annoys the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, but um, no, I, I thought I quite liked her because I liked, although she's sort of like very like wisecracky and sort of like taking the piss. There's a you can definitely tell she's a bit sort of like spooked and unsure and all that. Mm. And she's just using that as a, she's just using her wisecrackery as a front. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Which I think that some people have said, oh, this is Ace 2.0. Yeah, that's all of Donna 2.0. Oh, Donna 2.0, mm-hmm. which, okay, that's that's kind of fair. Especially, I mean, I've got the Ace vibes because you saw a denim jacket with like the badges on and stuff. Yeah. You know, and that, that definitely gives you an Ace vibe, which... Mm-hmm. You know, it's not unfair. Yeah. Well, that's that's actually something else I'm wondering about um, Bill because there's a lot of been a lot of speculation online about that she might be a companion from the eighties. She's not a oh, contemporary right. companion because obviously she's got like the denim, ja- denim jacket. She's got the purple rain t-shirt. By the way, Prince R.I.P. Mm. Jesus Christ. Um, Twenty sixteen. What the fuck is wrong with you? No, Jesus. <laughs> um, anyway. But but I don't know whether it's just like and uh, I think there was also a picture on the Doctor Who Twitter feed of like Capaldi's boots and her shoes mm. uh, at the door to the TARDIS, and the shoes she has are very ages as well. I don't think yeah. I don't think I've seen them since the eighties. So I think that's a, a, why there's a lot of speculation about where she's coming from. And if she is from the eighties, I think that would be actually quite interesting. Like oh nice yeah, that would be that would be legitimately cool. Yeah, because it'd be it'd be great just to like even just like bring her from the eighties to the present day, and she'll be like, "Whoa, what the hell?" <laughs> yeah, I mean that is a cool idea, but um, people dressed in the eighties is virtually indistinguishable from hipsters now. Sure. So yeah, I think I that's... mean I must say when I was watching that, a thought didn't enter my mind because I was just like, oh, "Okay, she's just sort of a you know like a throwback kind of millennial kid mm-hmm. kind of thing." I think that's why people are like jumping onto this idea that she's from the eighties because mm. if she turns out to be a millennial, uh, we're, we're all doomed. You know, it's like. <laughs> well, I mean, I think there is a quite a bit of like I think this is another thing. You know, all these these sort of old men Doctor Who fans mm. who are just you know oh millennials, you yeah. know, get the crucifixes and the garlic out. Do you it's know what I mean? Like Christopher Lee in a Dracula movie. Yeah, <laughs> like. Um. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I mean, like I say, I mean, that thought didn't enter my mind. I thought, oh, she's just kind of, you know, like an 80s throwback kind mm-hmm. of Instagram kid type of thing. Man, you've been, I've read someone she's 28. Yeah. And gosh, you don't look 28. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it'd be cool if she was 28, because, I mean, that make her a little bit older than the last few companions who've been sort of young 20s, early late teens, haven't mm-hmm. they? Yeah. You know, and obviously Donna is a bit older than that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's sort of that middle-ish. Mm-hmm. Might be quite interesting, especially as, you know, that's kind of around our age and, you know, it's cool to have a companion your own age, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also, I mean, oh, this is another thing that pissed me off. I saw like, someone wrote on the um, 
you know, the, uh, Pearl Mackey is from Brixton, and I was like, oh, a beautiful South London accent, a proper one. Mm-hmm. This is how Billy Piper should have sounded, by the way, is, right. you know. But um, it's, um, it's someone wrote on there, I can't understand her. Oh, I was it. like, you what? <laughs> you what, mate? <laughs> you what? You know, I'm starting to take that, I'm taking that seriously, by yeah. the way. <laughs> yeah. Um, I understood it fine. But it was, it's the same sort of thing with when Peter Capaldi came in. It's like a lot of people saying, oh, I can't understand what word he's saying. So, you know, there's, there's there's more than one accent in the UK, guys. Yes, you know, there is it's... not just the one generic. This is a land of many accents. Mm. I mean, it's not really like, I mean, I don't, because I can't speak for, you know, non-Anglophone countries, because, yeah. you know, I don't really speak another language. I'd be very crap pigeon French, but I mean, that's it. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. sort of the vaguely, rem- vaguely remember from school French. Yeah. Um, but if I've been to the States, I've been to Canada and places like that. And the, apart from sort of big swathes, sort of the Californian accent, and you've got the sort of, the, you know, southern yeah. sort of deep south kind of thing. And New York's very distinctive. But mm-hmm. you, you don't, I mean, in Britain, for this, for the, how small the country is um, yeah. relative to its, to other, its, you know, other English speaking countries, the range of accents is very, Oh yeah, different. Yeah, I mean, you know, I would say I've, I was saying a beautiful South London accent because the North London accent is slightly different. Hmm. I know, and that's a ten mile difference. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it literally within the streets, within towns, you can have different, very distinctive modes of speaking, and I think there's probably quite a lot of people who say there's all the accents in the cut, you know, are not represented at all. No. I mean, you know, and most of the people who've been from different parts of the country have, have been taught to suppress their accent. <laughs> yeah. You know, because um, you don't want a sort of very broad, jewelly, brummy, Liverpudlian accent. Mm-hmm. You know, they thought it, the BBC thought that they couldn't be understood by everybody. Mm. So everyone speaks with this very um, studied thing, the what saying we called the art, you know, that we talked about before, the RP accent, yeah, the, the received pronunciation, which is a really posh accent. Yes. You know everything enunciated properly. Yes. So um, <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I'm just. I expect there's probably a few people like, oh, another Londoner. Mm. <laughs> but it's nice to have one with a proper authentic accent yeah. for me. <laughs> um, yeah, it's. Um, but yeah, the seeing that I couldn't understand her was like okay. activating my rage button. <laughs> Hashtag triggered. Yeah, <laughs> um, I was going to say another thing that was hashtag triggered. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, mean, I was sort of prepared myself for this because yeah. I knew it was coming. Right. Especially as I thought it was going to be uh, the young lady from EastEnders, and I thought, oh, there's going to be so many terrible comments, mm-hmm. so many terrible comments, so many racist, awful, Islamophobic things are going to happen. Yeah. But you know, <sighs> it turned out to be this young lady Pearl, and actually, I didn't see. I was sort of like, oh no, racist comment alert. It was actually okay it, it, yeah. in terms of that. But the amount of people who just leapt to judgment, having mm-hmm. seen, you know, 90 seconds of her work, mm-hmm. went, I hate her, where's the next companion coming? Oh, well, not watching it next this year. Um, Doctor Who's ruined. Imagine if you'd seen Doctor Who and all you saw was this cheap set and all this screeching and taking the mickey out, the most important ones in Doctor Who. I was like, oh, please. Mm-hmm. Please get your heads out of your own asses. You, I, I wish that people could see how they look yeah. online and realise that they're just talking absolute crap. Mm-hmm. Well, here I'm not going to 
cite my source for this one because I don't want to, you know, get into trouble for anything. But um, <clears throat> here's a quote. Uh, I know it's only for a minute or so footage during halftime, but by God, did the new assistant come across as being an annoying git? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, good lord, <laughs> you, you explained it yourself right there. Yeah. Can we can we get some? Can we let the girl have a go first before we say she's shit? And <laughs> problem is, people are gonna go. I'm, I'm, I feel so sorry for this, but this girl, right? Mm-hmm. Because you know she's on Twitter. I hope she ain't on Twitter for much longer yeah. because she's gonna get. I mean, we've got eight solid months of waiting for her. Show, of waiting for her first episode. Or maybe it's more. Because you know, I, I don't more know than we're... that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and she's just gonna get grief left and right. Mm. You know, unfortunately, and just from that little thing, people are going to go in with preconceived notions into this year's show as well. Mm-hmm. You know, but the thing is, like, this is the cycle that we've had ever Forever. since. <laughs> you know, from from when Billy Piper left. Yeah. The cycle is always, I hate her or him. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm never watching the show again. Yeah. First episode comes around. Oh, I love them. Billy who? <laughs> Repeat. <laughs> it's always this yeah Ugh. and it's like do we have to go through this rigmarole again mm-hmm. you know but these are, I mean I, I don't know why I read the comments you know the thing I don't read the comments don't feed the trolls yeah I mean I, but some of them I just sort of skimmed at because I knew I was doing this show mm-hmm. and just you know like I say another thing of people because of the radio times someone came out and uh, put a comment on saying I knew yesterday and I thought it's just so strange. Why would you go onto the BBC Visual Facebook, open up the comments, go, I put yesterday. I only knew yesterday, and I'm going to provide no more information. Good day to you, sir. Slam the lid and go. <laughs> so weird. Well, I think it's just, I think that's just sort of like the kind of culture we live in. It's like people love to like swan around going, I oh, know something you don't know. You know, it's, oh, but it's, it's, it's 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 the same sort of it's the same sort of thing as like YouTube comments and something always puts first on it. That like, is a that is a punchable offence if you put first. Yeah, well, I mean, like, well done. You were the first person to view this video. So fucking what, you know? Yeah, oh, infuriating. Just, I, mean, I think because I, mean, I was like I say, I was prepared for it, and I was prepared to see some really awful comments. But you know, to a point that didn't happen. But the annoying spod comments okay. came out. I mean, again, I was expecting it, but I was just like, oh. I think it was just a, a case of weariness, really, mm. with it, I think. Um, it's sort of like, like you knew it was coming. You know it's coming. You know it's coming. And like I say, the the whole, like, you know, how dare you taint my Doctor Who with sport, you know, sportisms and all this sort of thing. Oh, just so irritating. Mm-hmm. Especially, I mean, as well, you know, we we both enjoy sport. And mm-hmm. you know, I don't think that this is this is an unknown demographic. I'll just you know, yeah, massively irritating. Yeah. One thing I did notice is um, a lot of people like were saying, "Oh, why can't we have a male companion?" Oh yes, this was the other thing that got me. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was gonna say it just, this as obviously being a lady, mm-hmm. this made me laugh. Yeah. All these dudes on Twitter going, "Won't someone please think of the white men?" <laughs> Won't someone give the men a chance for a change? You've got the doctor, for fuck's sake. As if we didn't just have a male person in the TARDIS. As if Danny didn't exist. As if Rory didn't didn't exist. exist. Yeah. As if Captain Jack Harkness didn't friggin' exist. As if Mickey didn't exist. Exactly. Jesus Christ. I wish they were minorities. 50% of your male companions who've been minorities. 25% has been super gay. (laughs) 
Oh, God. But, I mean, it's like, they must just be, like, sobbing into their keyboards as soon as the Fifi's are heard, and it's like, oh, shut up. They're keeping us down. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. As if, oh, God. As if, like, imagine this. If there was a male companion, Mm -hmm. get all this gay out of my show. (laughs) How think, dare you suggest that this man fancies the doctor? Yeah, I think what people want is like is like a new Jamie. Yeah, they do. I think that's what they're after. But he wore a skirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I won't lie. I would like. I would quite happily take another McCrimmon in the TARDIS. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, say, I'm not saying don't have a man mm-hmm. or, you know, don't travel with a man, but it's just all these people going, oh, I want a man in the door. Oh, please. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, please. But I do have to say this, and uh, you might want to take a deep breath after I finish my sentence, Emma. Okay. okay. But I have seen a few comments where it says, and I quote, two minutes of screen time and I already want to punch you in the face. Oh, please, don't say things like that. No, that's just, that is not... That just makes you want to, slight, you know, to paraphrase the great philosopher of our time, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, makes me want to lace up my boots, my DMs real tight, shine them up real nice, turn them sideways and stick them directly up your candy ass. Hmm. <laughs> but I mean, I, like, seriously, I mean, what the hell... You can't be saying things about people. But, you know, again, it's, it's this thing of the internet yeah. that people go ex- straight to extreme things. I mean, like, I was reading a thing on Twitter about this woman who dared to have a negative opinion about Batman versus Superman, and she's getting death threats. Oh, fuck's sake. Honestly, what the fuck is this world coming to? Yes, well, I mean, you know, don't dare be in possession of both a vagina and an opinion. Mm. I mean, sometimes it's bad enough to have an opinion. Mm. Yeah. Oh dear me! So shall we talk? We've, we've talked about the negative stuff. Let's yeah. talk, talk a little about Pearl Mackey. Now she's relatively unknown, actually. Mm. I think. I mean, she's done quite a lot of theatre work. Yeah. Um, it turned out that Peter Capaldi actually went to see one of her uh, one of her performances, ah. which is which is really cool. There's a picture of him with the whole company with uh, Pearl in it as well, which I think is you know pretty a pretty cool thing to do is go and check out your your co-workers' work. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but she was in a. She's also mostly been in a in a daytime soap opera over here called Doctors, which mm-hmm. is you know. Not to be guess what it's about. With, I'll give you two yeah. guesses. Um, <laughs> and uh, I mean, I must confess, I haven't seen any of her work apart from, like I say, this this ninety seconds. Yeah, I haven't either. Um, she has been in like two movies. Well, what? Well, a movie and a short film, and like like we say, the only other bit of television she's in is Doctors. So um, it's uh, we've got it like a genuine, I mean, straight up unknown, practically. You know, in terms of like being on the telly box and what have you. Mm. I mean, I mean, people were complaining about this as well, right. and I just think we've had so many people, you know, unknowns come and play um, companion. I mean, you know, Karen Gillan wasn't well known. Mm-hmm. Um, say Freema Adjaman. No. Not Catherine really. Well Tate known was, at all. Oh wait, sorry. <laughs> oh no, Catherine Tate. I think Catherine Tate's probably <laughs> apart from Billy Piper, mm-hmm. probably easily the most well-known yeah. person. You know, uh, speaking of Catherine Tate, she's someone I always come back. I always come back to with mm-hmm. um, with things like this. In that, how much? I mean, I hold my hands up as well. How skeptical and how angry a lot of people were about her coming back. I was. I was. 
I'll put my hands up, mm -hmm. you know, and look how she proves us all wrong. Yeah. So all I'm asking you is if, if you're a person who's sitting at home going, rrr, 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 didn't like the trailer, okay. But can we, you know, let's let's give her a chance. Let's see yeah. what she can do with a story. Let's see what her story arc is. You mm -hmm. know, maybe she's from the 80s and won't that be cool? Because there's, I mean, again, the, to, you know, to back up that assertion, it's a bit in that trailer where the doctor goes, let's go back to the future 2017. Mm-hmm. So obviously, in 2017 is as we're sitting here, the future for us. Unless you're listening in a year's time, um, tell me who you know. Tell me about the sporting events if you're listening in the future. Um, <laughs> All right, Biff Town. <laughs> Look, I'm poor as hell. Give me a break, right? Um, yeah. So let's let's give let's give her you know let's give her the old college try. Hmm. And then you know I'm I'm excited about someone new. I'm excited that Doctor Who is still deemed big and newsworthy enough that we get you know a whole slot taken out of the big sporting event of the day mm -hmm. and then it's on the news later yeah you know again something that we've said loads of times in the show before told us you know 10 years ago when the show was back on that this is the level of attention it's still be getting 10 years hence mm. i'd have called you freaking crazy yeah <laughs> you know so let's be proud of that as a mm. fandom okay yeah. no one else gets that sort of thing exactly and the other thing is, like we say, we've said it before, this is only like 90 seconds of what she'll be doing as Bill. You know, so there's plenty of chance for her to show off her scope. Yeah. There was one comment that I did agree with that mm. I saw. That, you know, let's have her be Bill. Yeah. You know, not the most important girl in the universe, blah, 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 blah. Yes. I'm, you yeah. Know. I'm, that, I'm down with that. I, actually, I'm down to clown with that, my friend. Because, yeah, you know, I, it's... I saw someone say, why can't the companion just be a companion? Just someone yeah. who knocks about with the Doctor. It doesn't have to be the most important person in the entirety of creation. It doesn't have to be a huge prophecy to be fulfilled. No. You know, just, it's fine for there just to be a mate to knock about with. Yeah. Just have a just have a be there for the fun of it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously, obviously, drama... It, you know thrives on conflict so in order mm -hmm. for this to be a drama properly the, you know there must be some danger or imperilment mm -hmm. okay but as i say i mean i don't like need a prophecy yeah you know there doesn't have to be some scratchings on a pyramid wall somewhere about her mm -hmm. you know like you say let's just have the companion the doctor knock about adventures yeah i think i think i've read somewhere that actually that's going to be maybe the focus of series 10 it's going to be just more about the adventure rather than you know the the drama or the org overarching storyline, yeah. Which I think, which I think is kind of what we need. Yeah, I mean, I think, but unfortunately, I think that's just um, that's just Moffat's bread and butter. Yeah. So I think when you have him, you're gonna have these sort of things. But guess what? The king is dead. Long live the king. Mm -hmm. You know, we've got one more episode of Stephen Moffat. Yeah. So again, we got Chibnall. Let's see what the direction that the Chibnall wants to take this in. Because mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have thought that. He would follow that that mission, so to speak. Mm. I, th I think as well. There's always this kind of um, like this is excitement fatigue. I think you feel sometimes. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm getting it with the superhero movies now. Yeah, you know that you've, you've, you've especially with things like uh, Suicide Squad's one of the biggest vendor. I feel I've, I feel like I've seen that whole movie at this point. <laughs> Probably just in gifs on Twitter. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like. Yeah. It's that sort of like hype fatigue mm -hmm. that you get. Yeah, until like Deadpool came out, the last superhero movie I'd seen in the cinema was Iron Man three. Mm. 
you know, so... Yeah, I mean, you just sort of go... I mean, especially because this... I mean, with superhero movies, it's sort of the most egregious example. It's just so bloody many of them. We're just like, oh, another one of those. Mm-hmm. And as well, because they're like, you know, coming November 2018. You're like, that's ages away. I know, exactly. <laughs> um, so, um, obviously, we've still got eight months to go. Mm-hmm. So, I, I feel like, obviously, they, start, they, they were sort of felt compelled to do this announcement because probably they're about to start filming... You don't want this sort of blown by someone papping them with a long lens from a hundred yards away. Mm-hmm. So again, control your control your hype, control your advertising. Do it on your own terms. I've got no problem with that. But yeah, yeah I mean, the fact that we've still got a long way to go before we see her in action, mm-hmm. and people are going to pick over this with like tweezers and a fine tooth comb. Yeah, so that's going to get boring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For what I'm already bored of it, and it's only yeah, been a day. Yeah. And say, um, yeah. yeah, and obviously then people going, and the the opposite thing happens. People building up expectations about her because you know she's not Clara, she's someone different. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people, I mean us included, were kind of by the time Clara actually went, we were like good. <laughs> so um, you know, I think that unfortunately then the expectations are going to weigh on her too. So you're not going to only have people who are who are disappointed because they made their minds up they were going to be disappointed. They could be disappointed because they could no way live up to the hype level that it's created. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, it's a sort of self-perpetuating monster doing these things online. But unfortunately, the world we live in now where, you know, instant information, people mm-hmm. are going to blow everything anyway. Yeah. You have to do it yourself. You have to try and manage this as well as you can. Mm-hmm. So, but in a way, you just sort of think, okay, eight months, let them start filming, let the hype just let mellow out a little bit, and see at Christmas. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be honest, I, I kind of doubt we'll see her at Christmas. I think she'll no? be. No, I don't. I don't. Well, I don't know. What this, we're just like going off like what the the teaser said, and the doctor says twenty seventeen needs us. Mm. So I think I have a suspicion that the Christmas special this year. Will be the doctor on his own. It'd be oh, sorry, nice, yeah. yeah. It'd be nice if she was brought into it, but yeah. I, th- I think she's gonna. I think we're probably gonna see a series ten, episode one. So yeah, I mean, got... especially if if they want to just sort of do a thing of it, sort of Chibnall. You know, if if Chibnall cast her, mm-hmm. you know, it might be a case of like you know she's his creation, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So having Moffat sort of take her introduction away. Hmm. Sort of like you know, sort of doesn't really work. So yeah, you yeah. you make um, you, you're probably correct. Isn't series ten of Moffat? Is it? I thought it was Chibbers. No, no, Chibnall's doing series eleven. I think. Is he? Okay. I think. So. Hang on. All right. Well, <laughs> disregard everything I said. Hang on. Yeah, it was announced in January 2016 that Series 10 will be Stephen Moffat's final series of show okay. and will be replaced by the role by Chris Chib. So we only get Tribunal to 2018. So, right, okay. so yeah, well, ex- okay. Expect then the opposite of what I just thought was going to happen. Yeah. Um, there'll probably be a solo Doctor in- adventure where he gets some doomy prophecy that he has to go and meet Bill and uh, the cycle will begin again. Yeah. Sorry, Emma. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'll just, again, it's that whole the hype train thing and, mm-hmm. you know, things getting announced. You just sort of assume it's the next thing coming up. So my brain just went, oh, well, it must be next brief season. Oh, well, 20, 2018 is then. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I think our, our, I think my position on it is interesting trailer, mm-hmm. um, interesting character, uh, hopefully, um, exciting young act, 
actress. Um, yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, I just hope people shut the fuck up about her. Yeah, so, I was like, don't get on her on Twitter. I was like, come and find you. Yeah, seriously, like, don't, please, like, honestly, seriously, cool. people, don't, don't give a shit. Just let her do her thing. Yeah. Just, just give it till the end of the series, and then if you don't like her, fair enough. Just give fair her enough, a yeah. shot. You know, don't just write her off over 90, sec, 90, 120 seconds footage. You know, for something that was purely filmed just so to just to announce her. Yeah. You know, they could have they could have just like thrown a picture up on the screen and had a caption saying, "This is your new companion," and that would have been it. But no, mm-hmm. they actually took the time and the money to actually make a little thing. Yeah, sure, it was only two minutes, but, you know, they didn't have to do that. So, there you go. (sighs) Anyway, shall we wrap this up? Let's wrap it up. Okay, so, if you've got any uh, preliminary thoughts with uh, Paul Mackey's uh, build that you'd like to share with us, you can do so at uh, greatershow at simplysyndicated.com. We have our Facebook page, facebook.com slash greatershowpodcast, and we have our Twitter account at greatershowpod. Um, while you're on Simply Syndicated, do enjoy all the other great shows, buy stuff from the store, do uh, sign up to Simply Everything if you be so kind. £6 a month, you can get Simply Everything that Simply Syndicated has ever produced. We also have a PayPal account for you to uh, donate money to us, and we also have a Patreon, uh, which you can also help support the site. And so, that being said, thank you very much, Emma. Thank you, Mike. And we shall talk to you another time.